So what I suggest is if you're over 50, you should look into getting some form of long-term care insurance coverage in place for yourself. And if you're younger, I'd ask your parents, do they have the coverage in place? Get some coverage. It will really help you protect against a long-term care event. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss ideas to implement in the new year to improve your financial life. Each year, I present a number of ideas that you can use in the following year. It's one of my favorite blog posts, and now I I know it'll be one of your favorite podcast episodes. What we'll do is we'll offer 22 ideas for 2022. Pretty original, huh? And we'll present our suggestions again in a two-part episode. And just to remind you, there'll be blog posts that will support each of these podcast episodes if you want to go back and check your notes. But uh, So let's go ahead and let's begin. Each year at the Financial Verse, we try to provide you with a list of the most important money actions you can take as you ring in the new year. And what we try to do is help you come up with ideas that you can carefully consider and to see if they fit into your money management habits. Overall, what we're hoping is that these ideas can help start off the new year on a positive note, help you save some money, and let you prepare for your financial future. So let's begin. Idea number one, create or update a cash budget. You must have a cash budget or ongoing record of cash coming in and going out. I learned this early in my career that what is not measured is not managed. You can't navigate your journey if you don't know how you're doing and where you're going. In the real life world of the financial verse, this is done by understanding and managing your inflow and outflow of cash. So think of yourself as a plumber. You're trying to make sure your water pipes flowing cash are effectively working as they should be, and you don't have holes in them so that you're leaking cash without your knowledge. Really important. Idea number two, open a high-yield internet savings account for your emergency fund. Signing up for a high-yield savings account online can take as little as five minutes at most of the popular online banks. Even with rates at historical lows, it can result in you earning substantially more interest on your emergency savings. All you need to do is to verify your identity, provide some information, and connect to one of your other bank accounts. Internet savings accounts typically pay up to about eight times more than accounts offered by bricks and mortar banks. So there's significant improvement in the yield on your emergency savings. Idea number three, get a life insurance checkup. Due to the pandemic, consumers now better understand how important life insurance can be to their households. Just as you have routine health, dental, and even car checkups, your life insurance can use an annual checkup also. By taking the time to review your current policies, personal circumstances, and changing needs, you might be able to, first off, save some money on your life insurance premiums. Secondly, potentially reduce your income tax liabilities that come with certain types of life insurance. 
three, you could add to or replace the amount of life insurance you have. As we've discussed, life changes. And as life changes, so do your needs. And you ought to make sure your life insurance stays up to date. Next, make sure your policy is performing up to your expectations. If you've purchased a permanent life insurance policy, be it a whole life insurance policy, an indexed life insurance policy, you ought to check each year that it's performing as you thought it would. And then lastly, carefully consider whether or not you should change some of your beneficiaries to earmark policy proceeds for your favorite charity. That happens for a lot of people. As you look at these various changes that could take place, what I suggest is before you meet with the qualified financial professional who services your life insurance coverage, it'd be a great idea to tell them about any changes about yourself and your family, the financial changes you've encountered in the past 12 months, and what you hope to accomplish during the checkup. So life insurance checkup, idea number three. Number four, shop your car insurance. With so many of us now working from home, I think it's at least 30% of us that are permanently working from home. It's a great time to shop your coverage because of your new driving habits. You can do this to generate substantial savings. So four easy steps to accomplish this, uh, this idea. One, decide how much coverage you have, the deductible you wanna work into your budget, and how you need to pay. Do you need to pay monthly, quarterly, or annually? So have that thought out before you do your shopping. Secondly, look into three or four new companies in addition to your existing carrier for quotes. Three, get quotes from each of these companies for the same coverage and payment terms. Four, while you're doing this, don't be afraid to ask about available discounts. Discounts can significantly reduce your auto insurance premiums. Overall, the market for car insurance is very competitive and has been seen in the last number of years with a lot of innovation. So shopping your coverage can save you money and improve your protection. Idea number five, inventory your debts and look to reduce them. Oh, the groan that's in the audience about debts, right? Well, the pandemic has focused people to save more, which is a great thing, and to carefully review the outstanding debts they have. And what I think you should do at least annually is to take an inventory of all of your debts, be sure you're fully aware of what you owe, and as part of that process, make sure you have a plan in place for the next year to pay down as much of this debt as you possibly can. As we discussed, there is good debt and bad debt, but overall, one of your key financial priorities should be to get out of debt as quickly as possible. And the first step in that journey is a full assessment of what obligations you've accumulated. So idea number five, inventory and manage your debt. Number, idea number six, review and update all of your beneficiary designations. Now, this one sounds boring, but I'm telling you, it's really important. What I have found is that each year, it's a good money practice to make sure your beneficiary designations are up to date for your life insurance coverage, for all of your retirement-related accounts, such as 401ks, and your general insurance coverage. Many of these elections allow you to have primary and contingent beneficiaries. Now, a contingent beneficiary only is, receives the proceeds of the policy if the primary has passed away on many different types of accounts. So you need to make sure where, wherever possible, have a primary 
and a contingent. Now, from experience, I'll tell you that your insurance companies can only pay benefits to the beneficiaries you name if you die unexpectedly. Same goes for your 401k provider. They cannot pay who you intended, but only who you have legally named. Normally, you can designate a number of people or entities, such as a family member, friend, business partner, charitable organization, or a legal entity, such as a bank, trust, or estate. But be sure these are up to date and they reflect your current intentions. An example, nothing worse than finding out that an ex-spouse is going to receive your 401k balance because you did not change the beneficiary. So these are practical things. So look at them each year, take an inventory of the number of accounts and keep them up to date. Really important. Idea number seven, manage your 401k. Today, as we know, most companies are offering 401k plans for creating retirement benefits for their employees. So a portion of each of your paychecks, along with the matching incentive provided by the, the company, goes into account and you are charged with, you are charged with managing the allocation of these funds into the offering of investment products that that 401k plan has. It's really important for you to gain a grasp on the key principles of managing a 401k so that you can manage your fund with greater authority and ease. It's just not a set and forget type of situation. With the right basic principles in place, you'll be in a better position to make decisions that relate to your individual financial situation. So what I suggest is each year, you should look at the investment diversification, the investment performance of your investment selections, and the expense charges you're paying, including all fees that your plan is, is charged. This should result in you rebalancing the investments in your account at least annually, reassessing how much you're contributing to the plan and making sure you're contributing enough to get that matching contribution, which we've discussed is free money, and taking advantage of any employer-related benefits that are part of the 401k plan. Really key. So manage, take a hard look at your 401k plan each year. Idea number eight, take care of your body and your property. One of the biggest uh, life lessons I've learned is to prepare in advance, in advance by keeping things in good working order and preserving them for the long haul. That includes your body. So what I would suggest is that you need to take each year, take into consideration your own physical, mental, and dental health. Personal self-care is truly important. So take the time to get your dental visits, your doctor's visits, it's really important. And remember, your number one asset is your ability to earn income. If you're ill and you can't work, that really impacts your cash flow and your financial life. At the same time, for all the physical assets you own, your car, your home, your computers, they need maintenance also. So overall, what I suggest is get your annual health checkups, Get that 10,000-mile service performed for your car. Make sure your heating and air conditioning system at home is maintained. What I have learned is that prevention pays you in the long term. So take care of your body and your physical property. Idea number nine, you really should spend time reviewing and adjusting your income tax withholdings for 2022. Remember, the federal income tax is a pay-as-you-go tax 
amounts are with, withheld from your paycheck every couple, every week or two weeks, however you're paid. And what you want to do is avoid surprises such as owing a large amount to the government at the end of the year. And you need to do that by checking the withholding amounts on an, on, on an ongoing basis. Now, the IRS recommends that everyone do this. And in fact, if you go to the IRS website at irs.gov, they have a tax withholding estimator that you can learn. Now, to learn more about how to manage your withholding, the IRS has a publication 505, IRS publication 505, Tax Withholding and Estimated Tax. Take a little time to learn this. It'll be important to you throughout all your earning years. You don't want to overpay your taxes or underpay them. You want to maximize that cash flow each month. Remember, in the financial verse, after-tax cash income is important. Taking the appropriate actions to save tax dollars and to pay the correct amount of tax, they're essential. Idea number 10, look into long-term care insurance. Now, this may not apply to everyone listening today, but if you're at least 50 years old, you should look into long-term care coverage. Because as a country, we have not fully planned for the cost of providing care to an ever-aging population. As we age, it's been estimated, and this is in the website, the Medicare website, about 70% of us are going to need long-term, we're going to have a long-term care event, we're going to need long-term care coverage. And that coverage or the expenses that we'll be paying could last at, on average around four years and longer if you have memory care issues. Now, here's the big surprise. Most people believe, and it's, this is an incorrect belief, that Medicare will fully provide for the cost of caring for their aging and sick family members. Now, in reality, Medicare has a very limited benefit and does not pay for the cost of long-term care. What we are going to see in the next decade is a wave of people needing assistance for medical and cognitive problems. And this wave, if you will, is just starting. Neither our government nor households have budgeted for the cost and lifestyle impacts of caring for this aging wave of people. So what I suggest is if you're over 50, you should look into getting some form of long-term care insurance coverage in place for yourself. And if you're younger, I'd ask your parents, do they have the coverage in place? Get some coverage. It will really help you protect against a long-term care event. Now, idea number 11 is one of my favorites. Take an inventory of your employable skills. In the economy today, employers are paying employees for their skills, the skills they bring to a job. So how good are your skills in your field of endeavor? If you don't know it, it might be a good idea to take an objective look at how employable you are and what, if any, skills you're missing that would increase your income. This is really important. I know it's difficult. Take a cold, hard look. My history tells me it will pay significant dividends to you. So let's summarize today. In this episode, we've discussed the first 11 ideas for 2022 that can save you money and improve your financial world. I suggest you consider each of them so that they can help you reach your financial goals. I wanted to remind you that each week, the Financial Verse publishes two Money Savers blog posts and two Financial Verse podcasts with ideas you can use to improve your financial health and well being. 
If you're not a subscriber, just go to the website at financialverse.com and enroll. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So overall, that's it for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financialverse, please visit financialverse.com.